0: Welcome to GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast, hosted by Brian Charlesworth, founder of Sisu. Sisu provides growth automation software for real estate. You'll hear stories from real estate thought and technology leaders, team owners, and brokers on how they grew their business in a rapidly changing industry. You'll learn how to transform your brokerage and teams into a high-performing, and analytics-driven business, so you have a new, durable, competitive advantage against disruption in your market. So let's get right into it.
1: Hello, ladies.
2: Hi. Hi.
3: Thanks thank for you. having us. Yes, thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here.
1: Yeah, our pleasure. So it's always fun when we when we have power women just dominating. And so, and uh, I'm glad I get to spend time with you two. So. Before we get started, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about your business. Hedda and Raquel, uh, I've known them now for maybe six months. And anyway, tell us a little bit about your business. You guys have a little bit of a unique business and uh, what you're doing. And maybe you can just share that to get started. So everyone's kind of on the same page here.
3: Well, we're, we are brokerage. Hedda's the owner. I'm her COO. This year, we have experienced a tremendous amount of growth. But with the growth, we didn't know exactly where to get started, which is
2: where Sisu came in. (laughs) So, yeah, so we are in San Diego County and um, we basically have been, um, I've been a realtor for 14 years and I've owned uh, Palisade Realty just about eight years. And. For so long, we didn't want to grow. It was mainly me and, you know, I was afraid of growth. And so that whole thing changed last year, actually. It was kind of like an overhaul of not just my mindset, but also overhauling the entire brokerage and, you know, taking a look at it again. And um, that's when Raquel came in.
1: Let's let's stop there for a minute, because I think I don't want to just blow over that. That is so important to, to really talk about. You admit and thank you for admitting that you were afraid of growth. Right. I think more of us than we know are afraid of growth. So we do things to hinder that growth because our subconscious mind is telling us that. So I want to take a second headed to just explore and discover with you how you got to that next level.
2: Well, you know that saying, the three-year, five- or seven-year itch with agents. And so I thought, like, at the time, Raquel wasn't in the picture, and it was kind of a blessing in disguise um, that all of these things were happening to me because it really did force me to take a look at everything else that was happening. We were at about 14 people, including staff, and, you know, I lost a third of my crew. And um, I think it was, I don't know, maybe things were getting a little stagnant. And in my mind, it was, you know, in my mind, I thought things were fine and it wasn't. And it showed by from people that left me. So either, you know, and I was, yeah, I remember sitting here. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to, like, make some major changes. And then it didn't, even though people left me, The business didn't change, you know, there was a lot of business that was coming in and it was a lot harder to contain growth than obviously trying to make that, you know, that major change. Like, hey, I need options. So really at that point, I end up having to work twice as much or actually at that point, maybe three times as much because I was providing leads to my agents and um, business didn't stop, even though people left and um, everyone was just overwhelmed and um, I, including myself. And so I had to make that quick decision of I need to either how I can't turn off the business, obviously, at this point I have to keep going. And so I had uh, I made the decision of hiring people i hired um you know it wasn't as intentional it was more about like feeling in you know just having a warm body <laughs> so <laughs> like hey please help me Just anyone it was more to a point where i was begging just about anyone to come on board at that point and then luckily um the people that i don't know it just sort of happened everyone just out of the blue random people or agents just came to me like even though it's um,
1: it amazing how sometimes <laughs> sometimes the challenges, the things we think are going to destroy us, actually make us stronger and get us there faster. Right. And I, I think that's that's what I see happen to you here. And you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that these people came to you because I think you were in this mindset uh, with the blinders on for so long. And it made you open up to being open to, hey, anybody, you know, I'm here. Let's make this happen. And they started coming. so
2: Yeah, they started coming. This is not a joke. Like, I would get a text. I felt like there was an AI listening and watching everything I did out there in the universe and, you know, bringing which, in. Which there may have been. Yeah, there may have been, Um, yeah, and people were texting me, emailing me, like all of a sudden I had this incredible group of people joining me and it wasn't just anyone, they were experienced agents and for years I couldn't attract experienced agents and they all had the same common goals, they all wanted to grow and I had to look at myself and say, you know, I need to take this to the next level. And then we started becoming more intentional. And then Brittany's not here. But anyway, it was it was the stuff was down to myself and Brittany at this point. And here, you know, telling her like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? And all of a sudden, all these people are coming in. We have to be smart. And, you know, they're coming in now. They're coming to us for leadership. I was about to hire somebody else. And then Brittany looked at me and said, there you go again you're just hiring just about anyone because you're desperate and then so anyway um long story short that's when raquel came into the picture i became very selective she was actually um one of the three people that i interviewed for a coo i will at the time i didn't know what i was interviewing for and then ultimately i realized that my problem was i didn't know how to implement things I was really good at having this massive vision and then work really hard to keep that vision small and then i think it was really important to understand for any team leaders or brokerage owner to understand what type of person they are are you a visionary or do you know how to implement and integrate things and in our situation you know i i'm the opposite of raquel i I come, I come to the office day in and day out, and I have these big ideas. And Raquel's job is really like sifting through those ideas and telling me like, yes, no, yes, no. You are the
1: visionary. She is the operator,
2: right? Right. And she basically puts them together. And she keeps me in line. And so does Brittany. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I went on and then I had to change back in the day. Okay. Well, this just like a year ago, everything I decided, whatever I wanted to do, I, it was a decision that I always made on my own and I'd get everyone's feedback after the fact. So. This time I said, well, I've been doing X, Y, and Z and it hasn't really quite worked. So I need to start asking other people's feedback, Include, you know, so, and Raquel, Brittany, everyone, I make everyone involved in the company um, with the decision. So before the interview process was me and then hire, and then I tell them what needs to be done. And now it's like, it's a four-part process, four part process now. So there's Brittany, Raquel, and then uh, my husband is our broker, Tom. And so they get to tell me yes or no. And so I think having more you know, people helping us dissect, that's really important. So I think the mindset has to start. And one thing I've learned all throughout this process is you should really look forward to growing. Your goal should be. I mean, speaking from experience, OK, you really should look forward to growing and should plan on growing because there's freedom There's If one word can describe what growth means, it means freedom and freedom for yourself, freedom for everybody. And yeah, I think that's what it is, like allowing other people to stay in their own lane.
1: How, how long ago was that that it was down to just the two of you?
2: um, that would have been probably i would say may may june of last year
1: of 2019 or 2020
2: yeah last year so yeah and then it was just and then we were down to 10 agents so 10 agents and then britney and myself and my husband who is our um you know who is our broker and and, then, and the other agents at the time they were all part-time
1: okay so how many agents do you have today
2: <laughs> we're um 30 32 32? 32 yeah
1: so, 32 like, agents, so congratulations
2: oh, thank you and we're gonna grow into we're probably hoping by the end of this year to fifty. it's an intentional growth brian it's not something it's not, it's, we're very selective now, and then it's very intentional. Mm-hmm. We don't just open up um, our brokerage to just anybody. Um, we're looking for the right fit to our culture. Yes. Because we really have established what that culture is.
1: Yes, very exciting. So congratulations, by the way, mm-hmm. that that's tremendous. So let's talk about what you guys expect to achieve this year 2020 and what your vision is of next year
2: so this year as i mentioned you know uh, the goal is to go to 50 agents the reason for that is because the amount of business so we grow as our the amount of business is coming in to our brokerage so we don't just grow because we just need agents you know um we've had other teams that have approached to join us. In fact, we have told them no because they didn't seem to be the right fit for us. And also um, growing into different markets. The goal is to go into yeah other markets where right now we're already in Riverside, like Temecula area.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the goal is to go up north also. So that's we're thinking of going to um, Orange County.
1: So your growth is going to be opening a new brokerage in Orange County, as well as Riverside,
2: that, and, that, uh, and
1: and recruiting more agents
2: here locally. Yes. Okay.
1: How many transactions will you guys do this year?
2: Okay, so this is really uh, I have to <laughs> tell you guys. So I'm this is really a plug for Sisu because I love love we love <laughs> Sisu. We had no idea that you guys even existed. First of all, um, you know, I want to give credit to the person that suggested you guys to us, which is Audrey Lee of Zillow. And, um, Thank you, Audrey. <laughs> it, because the, you are the last component to all of the processes, the systems, and the tools that we have spaghetti together in the brokerage. You know, and you are one of the biggest reasons why we're attracting agents. So...
1: So you're attracting agents because of Sisu? Yes. Explain, or- explain that.
2: Explain that. Because back in the day, when an agent comes into our brokerage and they, they ask me, well, how many how many houses have you sold? How, how, what are you looking to sell? And uh, what did you sell from the prior year? I'm like, mm-hmm. I would be like, Oh Brit, can you pull that up? <laughs> it's like, where is your uh, cheat sheet? Like, that's the one thing, like, we're so tech savvy in our brokerage, but this is the one thing that we didn't really paid that much attention to because we didn't have to it. Well, at least in my mind, because we were so small and, um, as we scale, We had to have, you know, you can just write everything in a notepad or um, what do you call this? It's very nice to be able to have that visual of not
3: just what you're doing now, but where you've been. And so it's really keeping track of all those numbers for you and just giving you a really nice visual of where you are, where you'll, you'll be by the end of the year, where your agents are. And it also builds this component of... Not just collaboration, but this this uh, competitiveness right. within the brokerage, which, you know, as salespeople, as sales representatives, that's what our agents kind of feed off of. You know, um, you want to not just crush the year, crush your numbers, but also see where you were in the years past and where are you compared to other agents. So it's really nice to have all of those components right on a dashboard and be able to as Hedda was saying as she interviews new agents to be able to show them that data and really show um that we're not just saying we're growing but also show the numbers
2: yeah there's i mean there's proof like i can whip out my sisu i'm like god i feel so like fancy right now like you know whip out my sisu dashboard and i said look at all these trajectory and look at this um this graph we're like, wow, we, I mean, we're speaking math, like we're talking numbers. <laughs> we speak yeah. the language, you know, and not only we're saying it, we're showing it. And the agents that we interview or even our agents in-house, you know, they can see that we went from here to here. And then all of a sudden to here, like just giving an idea in 2018, we only sold fifty-six thousand dollars and then or fifty-six million dollars. Sorry, fifty-six thousand dollars. Fifty-six million dollars and that's with part-time agents and um about fourteen. And then in two thousand ten or nineteen, we ended up with still like, you know, we didn't really hire the agents, more of the agents towards October and November. And, you know, some were trickling in, but maybe would go from 10 to 15 at that point our growth didn't really happen towards the very end so we didn't really have a whole lot of um you know enough time to like do the sales but i would say last year we did almost 90 million dollars with 10 people and then you know that's including commercial obviously and then residentials we did i think 70 something this year before um so this year when everyone started um onboarding i think we hit uh we hit 100 so last year we sold 136 and then before june units. 136 uh, yeah units. units sorry 136 units and then this year before um june ended 2020 we already sold more than 136 houses.
0: If you've been enjoying Grit, please help us continue to grow the channel by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with a friend. Now back to Grit.
2: And we've already sold over $100 million. How do I know? Because I just looked at my CISA this morning. <laughs> and then um, I think we are, we, we probably have, assuming that our, all of our agents have updated everything, we already hit over... I think we have 107 or 110 million dollars. That's already closed so far this year and then we have another, I don't know, 15-20 million dollars that's in escrow right now. And we have closed 191 or 192 units so far. And and I don't know, like the goal we're probably going to hit maybe 250 had we not have a lack of inventory in San Diego would probably be close to 300. There's just not no inventory but
1: so you've taken your business in 2019 you were at 130 you're oh. expected to hit 250 you're over a hundred million already and it sounds like you're going to be close to probably 180 200 million somewhere in yeah. there
2: yeah I think so
1: yeah that's phenomenal it's uh, it's it's super exciting to to see that in recruiting agents you said you're super intentional about that what do you do how do you how do you recruit agents
2: do you want to start with help, and then i'll
3: well we i feel it's kind of like the law of attraction right um a lot of the agents that we do recruit are through personal referrals or or business referrals but we do have a process typically Hedda will meet them first if she feels that they might be the right fit then Uh, Brittany and I are basically the second part of the interview then we ask certain questions and then because we like Hedda said we are very tech savvy here and we we not only want the person to be the right fit because we do have certain certain criteria that we look for in a person because we do want to make sure that the data is being input by the agent and so we need to make sure that they are um willing to learn learn and grow with the brokerage as we move forward and and so that's part of part of what we look for um, i feel like it's it's also we've built a really nice culture here where everyone that's here wants to be here everyone right. that's here wants to tune into our uh weekly or by uh, we actually have two two meetings a week and they want to be there. And that's what's so nice about it, that that we have what? this group of, of agents that are so collaborative.
1: So I love hearing this. I want to know, what do you guys discuss in those two meetings? Why do your agents want to be there?
2: Okay, That's not so, normal. for a <laughs> No, it's not. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. So anyone that's listening, okay. We went from having one meeting a month okay one meeting a month and to like having two meetings a week and sometimes there's even other meetings thrown in the week and i can't tell you the attendance is remarkable and i thought we're like we're pushing them to do something you know um agents wants to be part of something um you know i i was a solo agent at one time They want to be in a, you know, they want to be in an environment where they learn from one another, where no one's judging them, where everyone's encouraging them. So that's really what we do. Um, So first of all, the agent that we're looking for has to be, I'm looking for somebody who has closed at least three deals to five deals. We do not hire agents off the street or off real estate school just yet, but we will work on that because Everything's moving so fast. An agent that comes to our brokerage are either looking to become a team leader and that's where we teach them and make them into a team leader with the business that we will give them so they can feed their entire team. So um, an individual agent who wants to grow and become a team leader or the agent that just wants to be part of what Palisade Realty has to offer. And then number three is an agent who is so ready who's done enough education but no one has ever given them the chance to just you know no one has given them a lead or a business a here you go Raquel here's 20 deals go do something with it so what we promise our agents is We will give you 50% of what it takes to succeed. That's including the business itself, the training, what to say, what to do. We will even create your listing presentation, your packet presentation. We will do all of your marketing. We will include that in your, um, we will do a video. I mean, anything and everything. Okay. We will create your flyers you know, and then the other 50%, yeah, it has to come from them. And yeah. And we have, I mean, we have now a database manager who's sitting there and analyzing the data for the agents and he reaches out to them, asks them for help. So what we've done is, you know, like I just kind of resorted back to when I was just a solo agent and um what was it that I needed at the time in order to succeed? So now I'm giving them the business and we're giving them the tools, the trainings, and everything else. Support. The support is really what we're trying to expand on, you know. And our agents, I think they love that. I mean, if an agent doesn't know how to input one person to follow up boss into Y Lopo, and then now from Y Lopo, they become a real transaction how to go into cisu we literally sit there with them and like okay go click here go do go from point a to point b we have people to help them do that now and then we do we have scripting classes scripting really i know it sounds horrible to say scripting but it's really just talking points it's giving our agents you know talking points i have personally processed in my days Um, a minimum of 50 online leads a week, (laughs) that's 50 leads a week. And um, that's kind of a lot. So I've, I've talked to a lot of people in my days and I'm still in production right now. And um, really um, the goal is to ultimately, you know, just help out everybody else and be out of production.
1: Yeah. It sounds like you're doing an amazing job of that. You guys talked about the competitive spirit of your brokerage which is really your culture? That's what you've driven. Let's let's share a little bit more about that. We only have three minutes left, but
2: oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. And then I know you guys have really shifted to this culture of positive accountability as well, right? Um, so maybe we could hit on that.
2: I, I th- you know, I didn't think that people wanted to be accountable, and I, and you know, I think I literally took the word independent contractor literally they don't independent contractor. That's just in writing, but in essence, agents do not want to be really doing everything by themselves. So when we say accountable, it's like, Hey, you know what? Showing up for yourself, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family to show up. Meaning like if you're going to spend time and taking time out of your life, make it meaningful, you know, Don't just do things half-ass, excuse me, but that's what a lot of people do. And, you know, I made a, make a commitment. You have to do this job full-time if you want it to give it a full-time result. And that's what we do with our agents. We tell, we ask them, if you have too much going on, if life is happening to you personally, let me know. So let's put you on pause, so you don't have to get overwhelmed with so much business. Or if you have too much going on, we step in. We ask, what can we do to make your life easier? What are you struggling with? You know, Is it the system? Do you have too many tasks? Why don't you call Michael and talk to Michael and have him help you with your task? So Michael also helped them calling their leads. And so really, it's um, competitive side. Um, yeah, I think CISO has put a little spin on it so you know like um when they see their leaderboard like hey so and so is number one i mean they're like oh i'm gonna be there tomorrow too or i'm gonna be there next month i i think that's really um that's it it gives them a different drive i feel right it's um it's given them a little bit more
3: of not just what's in front of them but actually reaching for their goals it's 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 giving them their numbers and really allowing
2: them to to set their their own bar and try to reach it. Right. And it's also like when I say competitive, it's being competitive within themselves and also like at the same time, lifting others up. Um, If somebody is struggling, I mean, like, oh, my gosh, Brian, I wish you can be in our Facebook group or in our chat because our agents are like, hey, This is what I do. This is what you can do. Hey, do you want me to let let me teach you on how to say it this way and do it that way? Do you know how many hand raisers we have when it comes to like, hey, I'll do the Zoom meeting? I was like, wow, that's really, I mean, it's remarkable. They're so excited and they want to be part of it. And, And I think what we do is we ask our agents, what can we do to make it better for you? How, I mean, asking for feedback really has what changed all of these. Because you can't tell people what to do. You can't, there's no way on earth that you can, you can have somebody like, what's the right word that I'm thinking of? More about- You can't force somebody to- Yeah, exactly. Want. And, but I think when you ask them, what is it that they want to do and then help them from there? I think that's really, that's really the key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You can't motivate. Oh, that's the word. You can't motivate people to do what you want them to do. They have to be motivated by their own at their own will. And um, absolutely. yeah. Yeah.
1: You guys, I just want to congratulate again, both of you. You're from where you were in 2019 and now 2020 and where you're heading in 2021. Just remarkable job. Anyone approaching 200 million in their business deserves a big round of applause. That's a that's a big huge milestone. So we're thrilled to have you guys as customers. We love being a part of your business. And thank you for joining us today. Thank,
2: thank you, you so much for having us.
1: Yeah, thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you for joining us on
0: our podcast. If you have an interest in a free seven-day trial of Sisu, go to sisu.co, S-I-S-U make sure that you use the coupon code GRIT, that's G-R-I-T, to waive all your set of fees and receive a 10% discount on your subscription. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search GRIT, The Real Estate Growth Mindset on iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Take care.